Welcome to the NFT Project, a podcast where we explore the world of NFTs, decentralized technology, the blockchain, and all things related to the future of music. We're your hosts, Boy King Koi and Project DJ. On the podcast, we'll be highlighting projects we love, insights we've gained from others, as well as sharing what we've learned from running Project DJ. So join us every week as we find out how these blockchain technologies will shape the future of music and the world around us. This is The The NFT NFT Project. Project. Are you ready, bro? Do you do the intro? Always, mate. You're the boss today. And that's how we're starting. Welcome to The NFT (laughs) Project Podcast. My name is Aaron. One half of Project DJ. I have the other half here with me, Brock. Say hi, Brock. Uh, hi, Brock. <laughs> uh, we are we are man down today. Man down, Jai, also known as Boy King Koi. He's he's a bit under the weather today, so we are. Um, yeah, so he's he's let us up. loose on the podcast. He's, he's let us loose. He's given us the controls. Given us the master key, and it's basically like. If you were to give, if Jai was the store manager of like a Kmart, he's given us, the night shift guys, the key to just roam around the store at night and we're doing whatever we want. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, ripping, we're ripping toys off the shelves. We're playing tennis across across <laughs> the store. We're doing all sorts of shit. He, he is the consummate uh, podcast professional um, with over, over 100 plus episodes under his belt. We're the newbies, um, but tonight, it, it's literally why we have three people for the podcast. We felt like it's it's great to um, to be able to share the load in case of different things happening in our lives, and here we here are. Here we are. Here we are. Example mm. A. Um, so <laughs> um, <laughs> today, we thought um, we were going, it took us a bit to get on, not going to lie. It probably took us about yeah. half an hour to actually set up and record. Two technical difficulties. Here we are, mostly a broken. Um, mm. But we're here, we're here. Um, and so we thought today we would talk about and kind of give a PSA for those of you who are entering the NFT space um, and you're kind of dabbling in maybe buying some projects, looking into some projects. We thought as seasoned professionals that Brock and I are um, <laughs> now in the, in the NFT game, we thought we'd give our, I guess, tips and tricks on how to spot a rug, which is basically like a, um, a project where all they're doing is taking your money and ripping the rug from under your feet and you're left with nothing. Yeah, the, the, to sort of go a little bit deeper even than that, um, we look at, so we have some things that we look at in a project and it can be, a rug can even just be a project that has great intentions but has no real legs past um, the day that it means. Like you can look at the project and go, whether it be the roadmap, whether it be the people that are running it, whether it be the community at large, you can look at it and go, well, this is definitely um, got nowhere to go after this. It's going to launch and then there's nothing really planned much after besides it just being the art and the art's not that good or just being something um, inside the project and that part, that particular part that they're focusing on is really good to look at or, or to be involved in at the beginning. But once launch is over, 
there's no one really there to, to manage it or, or push it. So it yeah. can even, a project can look really good on the outside and on the inside, but still no, have no um, no ability to go past that date. So yeah. that's what we're going to talk about. And you like you if you're, I guess, in the NFT space, if you're on Twitter or Discord, um, you'll obviously see the term being thrown around. Um, and so we'll just... We just want to give you the best the best knowledge so that you basically don't lose your money or don't invest in projects that are kind of going nowhere. So these are the tips that we've kind of found um, that help us now. Now that we've 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 been a part been of rugs, yeah, we've been rugs. <laughs> we've, we've had our fair share, and now we're much wiser for it. So kick us <laughs> off, Brock. What's what's your number one? Uh, what's on your rug radar? <laughs> um initially i i always start with their social media accounts um so and that because that's generally where I, i'll find it anyway like so if i'm looking i generally look on twitter um to find projects or find communities that are that are mentioning projects um so when i go to their their twitter account generally i'll go there and i immediately look at their follower to following ratio um, this isn't generally uh, a perfect indicator, but it's a really good indicator to start with because I find, and having been in the space myself and having grown from the ground up uh, a project, you will generally know if someone's been running a Twitter for a Twitter account for a while because they'll be following 100 plus, 200 plus, 1,000 plus people. Um, if that's you, get, you know, a good way to spot a rugs, they're following two people and they've got. 10.5k followers because <laughs> they've just paid about 10k to get over you know to get over that certain amount so they look like they've got a following um that's generally the first indicator for me then I, and, and then i'll dig a little deeper after that and also a good thing when looking at their socials as you're saying looking at the following first followers also checking when the account was created twitter tells you when the um, account was created and if, you know, we're recording this now it's recently. On, the, on the 3rd of March, and if you see a project that has 10,000 followers and it says account created in March, warning bells. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can generally, you know, we're, we're, we're all seasoned professionals in social media now, or at least, you know, a good percentage of human society that's, that's living in the first world is now. So you can, if you're looking through a social media account, you can generally see warning signs so if you can see that immediate follower to following count and then you start scrolling through and there's what you would deem kind of hypey slash salesy slash, you know, um, scammy feeling posts as well that have, you know, there's like 10 posts there and that's as far as it goes and every single post has 5,000 interactions with it. Um, you can generally get a sense, okay, you're already on your on defense straight away. Another big thing in social posts, especially, you, you, you see now like at least five a day on Twitter. Um, it's just like a photo of some like dim, dim bit of art that they've got. And it's just got, if you're seeing this, you're early. Like this, like any interaction with this post is considered for a whitelist. All they're, consideration. Doing, all they're doing is just farming engagement, farming followers and stuff. Um, it's just like a real like scummy way to try and get people. The, the issue is a lot of people in this space, they've seen how much money can be made from it. And so they're all just like trying to get in on the next big project. So th there is 
those people who engage and follow these accounts because they think, oh yeah, if I'm early into this one, I'll have a chance doing it. But the, especially the wording, like will be considered for a mid list <laughs> or something like that. It's like they're not giving it to you, man. They're just they're just yeah. Using they, you. To be to be like completely open and honest, like this isn't a a, a poo pooing of the NFT space. This is just like as much as there are because it is the wild west. There is this side of it. Like, and it's a large percentage of it. So you just, we're going through this to kind of warn you that be careful of this, this percentage of it. And if you see these cup, these signs that we're going to talk about, just stay clear of it and, and, and keep, you know, keep on moving because if a good project will have none of these signs. Yeah. And to but like, to be, just, to be fair, I've, I've never seen uh, a music NFT that was mm-hmm. a rug, I don't think. So I think the music NFT genre, is very authentic. It's untouched for the moment. But, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> who knows how long that'll last. Yeah. And so we're just giving you the warning signs so you know going, mm. going along your merry way, you can be cautious. Um, so from the Twitter or their social media, you move into their Discord. Um, and moving into their Discord, what you want to know immediately is can you contact the project leads and the moderators? Um, are they online? You know, so this might take another 24 hours or you might be able to find it out really quickly. Um, but you can see how many people are in the Discord and if the number's massive. So like the first thing I was looking at is, yeah, is if the moderators are online and they're communicating with the chat, um, can I see the project leaders? Are they contactable? Are they also in the chat? Um, and then I'll go to look at the numbers and generally in a Discord for an NFT project, they'll have the numbers there like, 10k, 20k, 1k inside the you know the amount of people that are in the Discord, and from there I can gauge what the chat should look like, and whether it's dead or whether, and this is funny to say, they actually can farm bots inside of Discord. So there's there's some sort of chat system that they have, and they can put 5,000 people <laughs> inside of Discord and have them chatting to each other, and and it fucking looks hilarious. Like it's probably <laughs> one of the funniest. It's the funniest things you've ever seen in your life when you're seeing these chats and like the 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 severe lack of um people actually communicating to each other. It's just kind of like random stuff happening in the chat. So you'll be able to notice that pretty quickly. Um it just seems unnatural. Uh and and you you know, I mean, we know what an influencer looks like with 50k followers that are actually real followers. Like if mm. you know, we've all seen 50k <laughs> influencers followers on social and three media. comments. Yeah, yeah, you know that's a that's a red flag automatically. So this thing, that automatically that basically passes on over into the the NFT space as well and so Discord chats. Um, but yeah, being able to being able to contact anybody in the Discord and not just one person, like a couple of them, and seeing them engaging with the community, and then looking at like the community at large as well as always is good inside the Discord is like seeing is it is the chat healthy? Is it you know not negative? Uh, people not crazy, <laughs> essentially, in there, like not money, money hungry um, animals. So that can that can always be a bad sign as well to maybe just leave it alone because you, you could be on the back end of just getting you know everyone just selling the, yeah. the project into the ground. Yeah, if they're not, it, it's like one of those things where it's like if it's not, um, I guess, like genuine engagement and people aren't like excited about the project, but then also like talking to other people and kind of, I guess. 
almost like getting to know one another and they're just kind of like there to just try and get in, get out, then it's like obvious that people are just in there for a quick flip, quick bit of money, and then they're going to abandon the project. Uh, and that's mm. kind of not what you want if you're looking for like a long-term project that you want to invest in. I think another big thing um, regarding the team is, is the team doxxed? And if you don't know what doxxed is, it's do you know who these people actually are? Do you know their real name? Do you know what country they live in, what their job history has been like, that kind of stuff. If they're not willing to, if they're not willing to put their name and their reputation on the line for this project and they're just going, they're hiding behind like an avatar and a, a different name, that is also a huge warning, warning sign because especially on, on the blockchain, um, it can be very hard to find out who people actually are. Um, and so, yeah, if they're not willing to, risk their reputation, then they could be trying to do something dodgy. Yeah, and it, 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 it's kind of that's, you know, those kind of things are in, your, in the user's discretion. It's like if you feel like you're ready to just shoot your money in the air and you still feel the progress, the project's fine and you, you sort of want to let that go. I've done that before. Um, it's worked out 50, 60% of the time. Um, that... But also, you know, you have to think of it like if you're investing in a business, if you're investing in anything in your life, usually you know, like it's weird that in the NFT space we don't um, because in, in, in everywhere else we do. So it's something that's, I think, slowly being phased out in space because everyone's starting to realise they're investing tens of thousands of dollars in stuff where they don't know who the person is. Yeah. Um, and so I think to, that'll that's slowly not to say out. That's not to say that docs people don't rug you. I mean, we just saw... I mean, the other day, Lana Rhodes, she put her name to this NFT project. Everyone bought in and then she said, no, nah, I'm stepping away and pretty much rugged mm -hmm. everyone. So um, it definitely can happen. Um, but, yeah, it's like a well, bit our, more on the shady side. Classic, our first project that we invested oh, in. Logan is, Paul. Is Logan Paul left us high and dry in that one? <laughs> Logan Paul <laughs> mentioned, mentioned, up, you know, mentioned it a bunch in his podcast. I was keen and then all yeah. of a sudden yeah. haven't heard from him since. So, yeah. yeah. Be careful um, of celebrity endorsements is, about, is probably another. That is, that is a good one. That is another good one. Red, red flag. <laughs> they don't always go. Um, yeah. Uh, honestly, like the, these signs, again, it's like you will find your own way through these um but also like you have to understand there's so many amazing projects out there like it's really people um at the forefront of technology and, and ideas and creativity uh so it's it's kind of like this weird cross-section of of like i feel like this is a good idea but i don't know if this team could pull it off um i don't know you know what can quite happen here so that's why they're trying to lean on and getting celebrities and getting bigger names and influences behind these projects because they're coming up with good ideas and then they're getting these people involved. So again, you know, celebrity endorsements, not necessarily a red flag, but it's, it, it can, it's another thing to reason to sort of go take a step back and, and have a, a reassess of the project. Um, from Discord, generally I'll go to the website then. Um, and I highly recommend that the first month, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks that you're in the NFT space, if you're just new to, new to it, go to a lot of projects' websites. Start to get a feel for what they look like, information. Is, is it something, like, because a website in, in our normal lives should be something that we look at, like, for a business and you're like, 
this should sell me. This should tell me like what I want. Does it, does it feel awkward? Does it feel scammy? Are they hiding stuff? Is there enough information here? Can I like grasp where the project's going? What's happening? Um, who's involved from looking at this website? Um, and you can, you will see as well signs again that it's possibly a rug or it's possibly a scam. And it's easy to see. Just looking at the website. It's easy to see a good a good website. Just go to like a blue chip projects website and see what their see what their website says, and then kind of compare it to the one that you're looking at and go, oh, okay, that's weird. They don't really have much on the about section, or oh, the the team section's missing. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> So just yeah, you can kind of, kinda, it's like, have they invested the time? Like a lot, a lot of these projects are making a million dollars, $500,000, $2 dollars. <laughs> the Pixel, uh, was it Pixelmon, Pixel made $70 million. Um, and if they don't have a website that correlates with the amount of money that they're going to make off, off it, take that as a warning sign. Because mm. it's or even their they're ideas. Not necessarily. I mean, I guess Pixelmon, the reason that they made $70 million was because, I mean, props to the guy who made it. He convinced everyone that he was going to make this groundbreaking video game. And obviously video games mm. cost a bit of money. I don't think they cost $70 million, but um, <laughs> they cost a bit. So, um, I mean, that's probably how he was able to get that much money because his plan... Mm kind of related to how much money they're going to make. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, his was a bit of a rug, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you if you haven't checked out Pick Someone yet, you, you'll be able to find any, like, heaps of information and funny stuff related to it. It's, it's a project that kind of had good good ideals and, and went wrong, and we're going to see if you can pull himself out of the dirt. There's a lot of people that don't like it. We don't have faith. Um, yeah, where, where do you sort of go after the website? Uh, do you have anything else that you will you look at? I mean, I think once I've taken a look at their socials, Discord, and website, I've made up. I've made up my mind. Um, I think. I mean, also, I guess um, maybe like another thing is maybe mint price. Uh, so the price that they're putting on their NFT. Um, I mean, obviously, are they reaching? Looking, yeah, mm-hmm. if it, like we Brock and I usually deal with things on Ethereum, um, and so. Obviously, Ethereum can fluctuate, but, you know, if you've got a project that's trying to mint for 0.2, 0.3, 0.4 ETH, that's a lot of money. Um, mm. You're in the so you've got to be confident that you're willing to spend that much money. And it's, it's, all, it's like hard to kind of, I guess, once you've been in the space for a bit, Brock and I definitely, I know we do this, we just kind of like, see a bit of ETH in our wall and like, ah, whatever. Like we just we just see it as ETH. We don't actually see it as like actual currency to us, like physical currency. Don't, don't, don't double on us, <laughs> mate. Don't double on us. We just throw around ETH like it's nothing, but it's actually a lot of money. So if you're willing to put that much money down, you you definitely got to be sure. Hmm. Um, I think also to sort of give it a bit of, you know, to walk you through the whole process as well. So this is a project recently that we decided not to invest in that we both actually mm-hmm. liked. And and Aaron's a massive fan of I think the episode is coming up. Yeah. It'll be soon. soon if in not, it's already been released. Yeah, or it's already been released. Um 
where we talk about this music festival. Uh, what's it called? After Party. It's called After Party. The project's yeah. called After Party. Yeah. And we, we liked it because it looked like there were, there were there are a lot of people involved um, that we like, you know, artists, influencers, et cetera. And we like the concept because it's just bringing, it's allowing regular people to, to get access and gain access to parties and, and people that they not, might not necessarily be able to. So the price point looks like what it should essentially mm-hmm. for that kind of VIP experience, um, which is three Ethereum, I think. 3.5. 3.5. Uh, so we actually thought about it and then we're like, okay, that's a lot of money. Let's get serious about what we're, what we're doing. So we took a massive deep dive into pretty much everything and and realized we couldn't find enough information that told us exactly what they were essentially promising through their, their, their marketing would be given to us and how, and how it would sort of roll out over the next 12 months. So we, we pulled out at the last minute of buying anything and just said, oh, look, you know, we'll watch it and see what happens. Yeah, and we're definitely watching it. But yeah, as Brock said, we did a huge deep dive. You know, I'm looking at the team. I'm going through all their LinkedIn, going through their posts, making sure they're working on it, going Facebook, websites, everything, um, job history. And the team seems solid. The people that they're working with seem solid. Um, but they were just like, it was, I guess, the the uncertainty, uncertainties, sorry, um, kind of outweighed, I guess, the potential gain that we thought we might get um, through the NFT. I mean, 3.5 ETH is a lot of money. That's what, how much? Um, 12 grand, 14 grand, something yeah. like that, Australian. Um, and yeah, we just we just couldn't we couldn't put our foot down and go. Yes, this is one hundred percent worth three point five ETH. Let's chuck it in. Mm. Um, it might have been different mm. because it was it was based in America, and obviously we're in Australia, so um, might have been a different story if we were in the US. But um, yeah, we just we went we did our we definitely did our due diligence, and we made a decision. We're still watching it, see what happens with it, but. I'm, I'm confident we made the right yeah, call. Yeah, and that's and that's just a, a perfect case of like having all the the green ticks, but just not the final one, which was like we we understood their promises, but couldn't find enough information correlating back to the promises, looking like they would actually be something that would roll out over the next twelve to twenty four months. So yeah, we just left it where it was. Um, so yeah, that that kind of I think that's kind of yeah. covers Rugsville. Rugsville. NFT land. <laughs> so, yeah, just make sure, guys, if you're looking into NFT projects, um, you're definitely confident in the money that you're going to drop for them. Um, definitely do your research uh, before losing all your money. Mm. Don't, yeah, don't, everything that we just mentioned too, don't invest in any project where there's no way to contact the, the people that are managing the project. That's that's an automatic walk away. Don't even think like further than that. That's a literally pack your bags, leave the project alone, go home. Because um, if you can't contact, burn the money yourself. Yeah, burn it just just to save yourself the trouble. Um, that's that's an automatic. You definitely know you're going to lose your money. So be safe out there. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to like, uh, share the podcast, review it if you could. Would mean so much to us. Uh, as we're still in the early days but we're getting we're, we're like we're 
like so thankful for the amount of people that are already listening. You guys are legends. Um, and keep on sending us um, what, motivational posts <laughs> and messages <laughs> to keep, keep us going. Although we've got heaps of episodes recorded, like where this is, yeah. you know, we're already in the, the 20 episodes range. So if you want to uh, hear something from us, going. let us know. Mm. Send us a DM. Yeah, actually, go. Socials. Let us know what you want to hear. If you've got any questions, send them through. You can reach Brock and I at uh, projectdj.io. Um, mm. Or we've got a Twitter for the podcast. It's NFT Project Pod. That's the best so, place to, to, to that's the best place, so follow yeah, us. On there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as Brock said, like, rate, review, subscribe, do all that jazz, and we'll see you on the next one. Hopefully, with the, the professional. It's time to leave the Kmart after us. The, the sun's rising. We've had some time. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah.